0: Stay It's 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 Good evening, everybody, and welcome. Happy Friday night. Hi, ah, and welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We are here to have some fun tonight. Welcome to the Heart of a Villain the podcast and live stream devoted to the Bearded Villains Brotherhood and the lives they are changing all over the world. This is going to be a fun one tonight because we're going a little different. I say that sometimes, don't I? We're going a little different. We're going a little different. This is going to be fun. Um, (laughs) Christmas is coming up, and I wanted to do something a little different tonight, Um, different from my normal different, I guess, Uh, if that means anything, if that makes any sense at all. But guys, welcome to The Heart of a Villain. This is not going to be specific to villainy. This is not going to be specific to everything that is The Heart of a Villain or slash everything that is Bearded Villains. So anybody that's watching that's not specifically honed in with the Bearded Villains is going to love this one tonight, I think, because I'm going to be dependent upon some of you who are watching live to comment and keep up a lively conversation within the realm of this podcast tonight. So I'm hoping that we're going to have some fun. Thank you so much for being here, spending some time on a Friday night. Hopefully it meets your expectations. And if it doesn't, eh, it's only an hour out of your night. And it's early enough that you can go have some fun elsewhere and do something else afterwards if you decide you don't like this. But no interview guest tonight because this was one of those weeks where I had some things lined up and uh, some attempted things to go. And look what happens, you know, push comes to shove. And so now I have a a, a list of people that are going to be going on in the coming weeks. But this week was a difficult one. So I decided to move things around a little bit. And we're going to do a little bit of uh, talking about a whole bunch of different topics tonight. So that's that's what we're going to do. Welcome to everybody here, uh, first timers on YouTube. Those of you who have never tuned into YouTube, this is The Heart of a Villain. There is a podcast audio form of this out there in podcast world. You can listen to this anytime. This is episode 61, so you can go out and find all other 60 episodes of this. Since episode 25, we've been doing this live stream thing here over on YouTube. So um, if you want to make sure that you are made up to date and aware and alerted every time a video comes out, or every time uh, we go live here on the Heart of a Villain, make sure somewhere down here in the YouTube land where you're at, you'll get the little like and subscribe thing. Make sure you subscribe and hit that little bell thingy, because that'll tell you when, hey, Heart of a Villain is going live again. So just so you don't miss anything, because you never know when something's going to happen here that's life-changing. I doubt that's going to be tonight, (laughs) but who knows? But who knows? Uh, So if you like hearing about bearded men, normally speaking, bearded men, all the good things that bearded men and the bearded villains do, this is your place to be. But that's not exactly all of what we're going to cover tonight. So, um, yeah, this is going to be fun. Um, I'm going to be all over the place tonight, and I have no idea how long this is going to last. This might last 30 minutes, and it might last an hour. I, I don't know. So it just depends on the lively conversation that we stew up here in the comments section and how much of a crazy tangent I get on otherwise. So um, first, I want to say, uh, if you have ordered a shirt, get the business out of the order, get the business out of the way first. If you are waiting on a Heart of a Villain shirt, I should be having them in my hot little hands within the next day or two. Uh, There were some delays. And uh, so I should be having those very, very soon. The day that they come in, unless I don't get them in very late in the day, the day I get them in, I will be repackaging them and shipping them out. So hopefully they'll be going out in the next few days um, because they should be at my hands within the next couple of days. So uh, I will keep you guys posted on IG and let you know when all that stuff goes out. I know there are handfuls of people out there that are uh, waiting on shirts and have been waiting for a while, so I do apologize on that. Congratulations. To the bearded villains Nova, uh, we spoke to them last week, and we mentioned that they had jingle beards. So, ooh, jingle, jingle, jingle. We <laughs> um, want to say congrats to Jingle Beards, or, or I'm sorry, to Bearded Villains Nova for a very successful Jingle Beards online virtual beard competition. Uh, I have not heard any numbers yet from them as far as what all was accumulated, but I know it was it was successful. So we definitely want to say congrats to those guys. Anytime, anytime, guys, we have uh, some of our chapters out there doing some amazing things. Even the little stuff is amazing in this time right now when everything's closed down. And, and to be honest, anytime you get a chance to help out other people, I think, and make other people's lives better, that's, that's what we're all about. And that's what I've been pushing since day one here. Even the little tiny stuff matters. And in a lot of cases, it matters more than anything else. So um, shout out to those guys. Great job. Great job. I also want to give a quick shout out to a few of our chapters here. We mentioned these uh, last time out, uh, but they're still up and coming here. So let's give a quick shout out to the Bearded Villains Tampa Bay. Uh, They have the Richard Lamb Toy Drive, which is, if the calendar is correct in my hand, tomorrow. So if you're in the area, you can do you can bring a new unwrapped toy uh, to the Bearded Villains Tampa Bay. And if you are unable to do that, give them a shout and see if there's any possible way that you can give a quick little donation. I'm sure they would probably still accept them um, to help out with that mess that is toy drives. Anybody that's ever done a toy drive knows what that's all about. So um, good shout out there to the Tampa Bay bros. For that, another shout out to Bearded Villain Smoky Mountain. Um, They have their third anniversary shirt, uh, the proceeds of which are going to a veterans' charity. Now these will be available for pre-order all the way up until December seventeenth. So just uh, give you a heads up. It's kind of a cool shirt. Looks like to me, uh, kind of looks kind of kind of like an OD green, which makes sense being a veterans' charity type of a thing. Um, But shout out to those guys. If you want one of those shirts, make sure you get that pre-order in by December 17th. Also, Bearded Villains West Australia, they have their X-Factor patch on sale one more week. It's on pre-order for just one more week. Uh, Very cool. It's it's a very impressive, bold X-Factor patch. So um, if you want something, if you don't, normally get things from some of our international chapters uh, outside of the country that you're in, that'd be really cool to snag that thing up too. And then finally, I did not hear back yet. I haven't checked, honestly. It's not that I didn't hear back. I didn't check. But these patches, the horror patches went on sale today and uh, several hours ago. And I don't know. I have not heard because I didn't get a chance to reach back out to Mark, find out if these sold out yet. If they sold out, I apologize. I'm just teasing you. Um, <laughs> and that's not really what I want to do. But these, this is uh, set number two um, of the horror patches. So if these are still out there for you to, to check out, uh, by all means hit up the hit up the brothers uh, BV Central England for further information on that. Uh, but that would be a really cool grab if they're still in stock. Rob is telling us they are still in stock. Okay, there's still a handful of them out there. So grab those puppies if you want to. This is going to be a really cool uh, set when it's all said and done. There's going to be like four sets, I think. So. Uh, of these, and once they're gone, they're gone. So, very collectible. Um, good to have for sure. Absolutely. Okay, guys. So, um, <laughs> I want to talk for a second. I'm going to talk about a few different topics today, and this is all this is all in fun. This is all good nature, and that's that's kind of what I wanted to do here. This is completely different than what we've done before, only because we're talking about. I'm going to be talking about some things that are. Seasonally related. Did, that, did my voice just correct? Seasonally related. Season. Okay, let me take a drink. Okay, let's hope that prevents the seasonally from stopping it from happening again. Rob says, if you order them tonight, BP will personally stroke his beard in your honor. I will do that right now as a preemptive strike. Or would that be a preemptive stroke? Oh, that sounds bad. I shouldn't say that. That sounds bad. <laughs> but anyway I, I am I am doing the preemptive so that you would go ahead and get those things ordered very cool stuff um, okay guys so here's what I want to do um, I, I want to just talk about a few topics if you are are you, is anybody else like me a big sci-fi nerd goes back to the days of you know battleship Battlestar Galactica when I was a kid in the late 70s. Uh, of course, then Star Wars and everything like that. And now, since the Disney Corporation has taken over everything that is Star Wars, they've just released in the last, I think it was just yesterday, they released that they were the schedule of events. They usually do this every year or two, the new schedule of events of what we can expect, which movies we can expect. And it really kind of surprised me to see this out because I think it was just. What was it just a couple years ago after the crushing blow that was Solo, when Solo came through, um, I think the world kind of realized that we don't necessarily need a Star Wars show and or movie every single year. So I was kind of surprised by that, but maybe because of the Mandalorian success and everything else, they decided to put this big schedule out. So now they have this huge schedule of different series, everything from you know actual movie theater series to at on Disney Channel Plus or Disney Plus movies to stuff that's going to be cartoonish, all that stuff. And um, I couldn't believe some of the stuff in there, but I was excited to see you know some of the different the different proposed projects, except for one thing. And um, Am I the only one that um is not excited? They announced that there's going to be a, a casting of Hayden Christensen um as Anakin Skywalker in the um, Obi-Wan series. And um I don't know about you guys. I didn't I didn't like him the first time. Um I didn't like him in Episodes two and three, so I'm not I'm not so sure I'm looking forward to seeing <laughs> Hayden Christensen again uh, pick up the mantle of Anakin Skywalker again. So, uh, are you like me? Is anybody else just kind of eh hem hawing about that a little bit? I'm I'm not I'm not really sure what to think about that. I'm not super crazy about it. That's for sure. Not not super crazy about it. I am very happy with what what Mandalorian has done. Um yeah. Gator says Mandalorian's good though. Yeah, absolutely it is. They've done a really good job with that. And honestly, that brings me to another funny point. Has I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna do any spoilers here, but if you're in the comment section right now, give me a thumbs up if you have already seen this week's episode of the Mandalorian that came out yesterday, I think it was, or today. I'm sorry, it came out well. After midnight last night. Um, if you are a fan and if you watched this, this week's episode of Mandalorian, um, give me a quick thumbs up here in the comment section. I'm curious because there was something that happened that made me laugh. And I, I was kind of tuned into it a little bit before I actually saw the episode because a friend of mine on Facebook had made a comment and he didn't specify his comment was involving the Mandalorian, but his comment was very, very funny, and I think that anybody that is a child of, at least that that was of moderate age, in the nineties, will really appreciate. There's a line in that movie, or I'm sorry, there's a line that comes up in <laughs> in the Mandalorian that, that, this week that cracks me up, and it's me just mentioning this. I'm not going. I'm not going to mention this specific line, and I'm not going mis- to mention the. Um I'm not going to mention the nature of it. I don't want to spoil it for anybody. It's not really a plot point of anything really. But it made me it made me really laugh hard and it reminded me of a little something something. Um if you haven't seen it yet, you'll you will understand after you watch this why this reminded me of this. If you have seen it, you'll you'll be right there along with me, I think uh with this yeah. You see, we're putting the cover sheets on all TPS reports now before they go out. Did you see the memo? Oh, guys, yeah. <laughs> just a quick tease. If you could just go ahead and make sure you do that from now on, that would be great. And uh, I'll go ahead and make sure you get another copy of that memo. Okay? Yeah, no, I, I, I have, I have <laughs> Okay. That was my tease. Um, no, that was not Mandalorian. It was not Star Wars. But... Uh, there's just a funny little line that kind of reminds me of, and you'll see when you see the episode. And then I want to see a message from you. I want you to shoot me a message and be like, hey, I knew exactly what you meant there. (laughs) Oh, it was well done. Well done. So well done. All right. um, So we talked about that a little bit. Did anybody has, uh, you know, staying on the sci-fi thing, and I know know that there are some people – he refuses to watch it, Rob. I haven't seen any of the Mandalorian. Refuse to watch it, uh, Rob. Why the hate? Why the hate? I'm not so sure I understand the hate, but <laughs> um, Jay says he's not a Star Wars guy whatsoever. Okay, so for those of you who are not Star Wars fans, maybe you can maybe you can join me with this one. Uh, maybe you can join me on, in agreeing with this. The Marvel movies. Can we at least agree that the Marvel movies have been done very well? And that the Marvel universe as we know it, with all the videos, all the movies that have come out, have done a really good job ever since Iron Man. Can we at least agree on that? That's that's in the sci-fi genre, action-adventure genre, um, I think, I think we, we should be able to all agree with that. and Maybe there might be one or two of the movies that we like less than others, but hopefully we can all agree on that. And the reason I bring the Marvel part of it up is because they just released uh, news that there's going to be new, and if you haven't seen these yet, if you have not seen this yet, go online, not now, Don't go now. Um, If you are not, uh, if you have not seen this yet, go out online and search for the different trailers that they've released for the new series that are coming out. There's a couple of new series. I think there's a couple of new movies that are going to be coming out um, and some really, really cool stuff involving Marvel. So we've got, let's see, what, what do we have coming up? we've got loki there's going to be a i think it's a series uh, based on loki that looks really cool and i don't know i don't know about you guys but i have been absolutely amazed at how well in the marvel universe the guys have been able the, the directors have been able to piece together the storylines and the timelines within multiple movies after the fact is that does that not just completely amaze everybody anybody else i mean i'm shocked where we you go back now and you can go back and watch some of the earlier marvel movies and go holy cow that was in that movie they stuck that in there and it's not even mentioned again or revealed till like six movies later that part of the marvel thing has just driven me crazy it's it's been amazing to see but the fact that it's the the mind-blowing part of it that they had to prepare so far in advance for this and now who would have ever thought uh, well apparently they did but who would have thought that they were going to do loki after all this stuff but now watching back watching back like for loki there's stuff in the trailer the teaser about loki that was stuff from earlier that is adapted right now to this show. And it's amazing. Um, very, very cool stuff. So that takes some thought. But uh, WandaVision looks very cool too. Then you've got the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, there's there's some really interesting things. I was a little bit <laughs> – Jay, I'm excited. I'm excited for WandaVision. WandaVision looks cool, but the, the clips that I've seen of it, just the few little snippets of it, looks a little weird. I'm not going to lie. It, it's kind of weirded me out a little bit. Um I don't know if that's the same way for everybody else, but it's 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 kind of weirded me out a little bit seeing the different um the the different images from that um the little clips that I've seen from that show. But yeah, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? But yeah, um there there's some really cool stuff coming out. I've not heard about Lady Thor Rob. Um, I I didn't heard I I assumed based on how end game, uh, lasted or how that ended up that there was going to be lady Thor. But, um, I don't know. They kind of set that one up pretty obviously. So if you've seen, if you have seen the, um, the Loki trailer, <laughs> the, <laughs> I was like everybody else. And actually, what, what, to, what, what directed me that way was I saw something tw- uh, trending on Twitter. And what I saw trending was Owen Wilson gray hair. Owen Wilson gray hair. That completely, I was like, huh? Is it? And sure enough, Owen Wilson's in Loki and he's got this whole full head of hair and it's all gray. I don't know if it's a natural gray now because it seems like it's been a little while since we've seen Owen Wilson at least since I've seen Owen Wilson in a movie. So I don't know if he's grayed out now. Um, it looked pretty pretty natural, So, uh, but they do crazy things on TVs now. So yeah, Owen Wilson with gray hair. But yeah, so I'm looking forward to it. Uh, it's going to be interesting. I'm hoping that everything that comes out in the Star Wars stuff, and especially the, um, the Marvel Universe, is going to be well-received. I'm not one of those that actually thought that Solo was so terrible, I'm but that's all personal preference. A lot of people didn't like that one and just because they couldn't get over Harrison Ford not being in it. but I don't know. so yeah, i'm I'm excited., um, it's always cool to see when they do these adaptations and things like that. I'm not a big fan of some of when they try to reboot something that was when I grew up with. Uh, when they try and reboot a series from way back when, but that's just my preference. Okay, so, Um, for just a second here I'm going to put some uh, quick music on as I transfer hats Okay, (laughs) here we go. Those of you who are listening on the podcast platform cannot see what the people watching live can see, and that is that I have transferred from my normal flat cap to a nice little red and white Christmas hat. Now, you may ask, why did Brian do that? Why did BP switch hats? And I will say... The reason I did that was partly because of a poll that I came out with uh, that I asked people about earlier this week. And that was, give me your favorite Christmas movies. Now, this is going to take us in a, in a certain direction here, but um, we're going to get into a little debate here. And some of you probably know where this debate is going. So let's talk for a second about what some of you out there sent me as lists of your favorite Christmas movies. Now, I will not get into names. I won't talk about who it was that said these certain movies because, in all honesty, that would be very difficult for me to keep track of. So, yeah, it would be very difficult for me to uh, keep track of. And who who wants to point out if somebody didn't like a different movie and then we're going to get into some big debate person to person and let's not do that. So, I will just get into the fact that with the exception of one movie, many all of these that I'm mentioning were listed multiple times. So, it's good to see. It's good to see the same staple, you know, the same staple of of movies that people out there seem to really like. So, one of the most requested or the most listed ones, obviously, I think obviously, because when I think Christmas, I think this. That's National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. It was the last vacation movie that was good, um, that was really, really watchable, had an incredible cast. And let's just talk about that for a second. So many one liners in there that I, you know, it's funny. I find myself quoting that movie all the time. I find myself quoting that movie all the time during the holiday season especially, there was a time, I don't have it memorized now, I can't say that I still have it memorized, but his tirade at the end of the movie, Clark's tirade that he does at the end of the movie, right before he saws off the old post with the with the chainsaw, um, that thing, you know, or his his later one, when he's downstairs talking about his boss, um, I had that thing memorized and I would quote that all the time. I would be able to just, on the spot, shout that thing out. I can only remember about 70% of it now. But um, such a good movie. Such a great movie. And so many great, great little lines in there that I think the hardest... I, here's here's the thing. It, it's very difficult, I think, for some of these seasonal movies especially, for the seasonal movies to hold, hold their rank, um, to hold the popularity, to hold up all these years later. So... I think if there's a movie out there that is watched year after year after year, decades later, then obviously that's one that holds up and it's great. So often there's, you know, something's very specific. And one of my favorite movies, Christmas time wise is not even out there broadcast to see anymore. They don't show it. You have to really look for it or you have to buy it or own it. I'll get into that one in just a second. But... You know it's, um, the Christmas vacation is one of those that just lasts. It lasts forever, and um, I think it's just timeless. Don't throw me down, clock. Is your house on fire, clock? (laughs) Uh, yeah. So many good one, good little lines in there. Uh, Good stuff. Another one, and this is one that for years, I, I think it's on TBS every year. A Christmas story. Now. A Christmas story gets on some people's nerves. And it's probably because that thing is played every year. And I think, like I said, it's on TBS. But it's played every year nonstop around the clock from like 7 or 8 o'clock in the evening, Christmas Eve, all the way through like midday, Christmas Day. So it was funny because that was kind of the tradition here at our house. Going back to boy, I want to say, well the time I mean at the time about 20 years ago, when we started when we, when we first had kids, we would go to church, we'd come home, and then we'd finish we'd be doing the wrapping, uh, the final wrapping and the you know getting things together while we put the kids to bed as we watched a Christmas story. So that was one of those things, TNT, okay, maybe it's TNT, Derek says. So, yeah, that that's one of those things. And I think it gets old very quickly. I used to be able to watch that thing on a loop. But now I will have it on in the background, and just because it's tradition, I'll have it on in the background, and I'll only watch it one or, time, one or two times through. So uh, that gets me to the new one that is the relatively new one, but now it's years old, but the new one that the family seems to like really well. And that is of course, Elf. Now, Elf surprised me because Elf was not listed by too many people. There were a handful of people that listed Elf. I don't know if it's the childish nature of it. I don't know if it's also because it became one of those movies that was played over and over and over again and people got tired of it. I don't know if it's because people don't like Will Ferrell. I don't know. But I always liked that movie. It's it's very childish. It's it's uh, I think Will, Will Ferrell was absolutely perfect for it. Um, and his physical brand of childish comedy fit the fit the bill perfectly for it, so I love elf I love elf one that there's a couple of them that were surprises to me that people listed um, one of our bros overseas i well that 's all I will say uh, suggested one of his favorites all time is Scrooge, not the one that you 're probably familiar with though the nineteen seventy nine version with Albert Finney now, this was one that I immediately remembered and I remembered it because that was the first version of Scrooge or a Christmas Carol type of a thing that I've ever seen um, i've I, I had never actually seen a version of the Christmas Carol or Scrooge or whatever it is without that was my first one, and so I do remember that one very well and what's funny about it is just that um because of the timing of it and everything, is Scrooge is a little bit, or Christmas Carol, and I'm going to lump these two in together, Christmas Carol and Scrooge, because it's the same story. But, um, boy, there, there's some darkness there. There's some real darkness in that in that, that flick. Um, deservedly so, and it makes its point, and it does a really good job of doing that. But, yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's some dark stuff in there and uh not so cheery but the i mean of course the end is is better but yeah it's uh, the 1979 version as rob says even and no it was not rob that that suggested it uh the 79 version is a masterpiece absolutely it was a very very well done movie a miracle on 34th street now this is one that was recommended and i've just never <laughs> I've never been able to make it through that movie. Ever. Ever, ever, ever. Now, granted, I've only tried a couple of times, but I've never been able. I've never been able to get through that movie. I don't know what it is. That's one to me that if you're of a certain generation, it's timeless. You'll love it forever. It's but that one for me, I, I couldn't do it. I've just never been a big fan of it. Um, but yeah, Miracle on 34th Street, I've never been able to do. So just, <laughs> that's, hey, to each their own, man, to each their own. Um, Home Alone, surprisingly, I, I've, there's a lot of people that like Home Alone, but I was surprised only a handful of people said Home Alone also. I've noticed though that when people recommend, and how funny is this, when people recommend Home Alone, they completely push aside Home Alone too. Which was the same time of year, <laughs> and but you know it's funny. No, nope, nope, not Home Alone two, Home Alone the original, Home Alone two, no thanks. But Home Alone okay. For years, I went through this thing where I was like, no, I can't, I can't do it. I'm just tired of Macaulay Culkin. I couldn't do it. But as I've gotten older, I enjoy, I enjoy watching the kids. That's the thing. I've enjoyed watching the kids like that movie and watch that movie. And so to this day, it's fun for me to watch that. I don't really watch it with them, but to see watch, to see how excited they get every time they watch it. And one of my kids can watch that thing on a loop and just love it and laugh at it. Like it's his first time every single time he watches it. So that's, that's a cool thing. So we'll give home alone. It's props for sure. Somebody suggested nightmare before Christmas. And, um, yeah, that's good too. Um, But not for me. I've just, you know, am I weird? But I've never been a fan of his work. I've never been a big fan of the others. And it's not just Nightmare Before Christmas, but everything he puts out, I've just not really been a fan of. I don't know. Maybe it's me. Maybe it's me. I don't know. It's crazy, it's crazy, it's crazy. <laughs> hey, those are three words from Christmas Vacation. It's crazy. No, I'm sorry, that's from the original Vacation. The original Vacation. So, um, yeah, it's <laughs> crazy stuff, crazy stuff. But yeah, Nightmare Before Christmas, some people like. I don't know, I've, I've just never been a big fan of it. Somebody suggested Arthur Christmas, and I had to actually think really hard for a while. I've never been... I, I I think I, I think I saw Arthur Christmas once and um it was just one of those we watched it with the kids and um I was surprised. But it was there was a big buildup for it and it just to me it just didn't it didn't offer, it didn't deliver uh where I thought it was going to. So I was a little bit, eh huh. But Arthur Christmas, I've actually heard some people say that they do like that one. So um But the big thing that surprised me, and this is, um, this hat is like two sizes too small. Two sizes too small for me. But I've got it stuck on my head, so I'm kind of like, it's a cross between itching and sweating underneath here, or both. Um, Sopping, this thing's sopping up the sweat, and I don't know. I may have to take this thing off before I end this little segment we're doing here. We'll see. Uh, but anyway. One of the things that surprised me was the, some of the old, old classics from the 70s, early 80s, nobody, nobody mentioned them. Nobody mentioned some of those. So, you know, uh how the Grinch stole Christmas was one of them. Uh nobody mentioned that one, Charissa. So I'm glad I'm glad you did. Um the original How the Grinch Stole Christmas, a must-watch. Yeah, I, I was surprised. People didn't, uh, nobody nobody mentioned that one, except for you. So congrats to you, Sharissa. But um, I'm talking like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Frosty the Snowman, The Night Before Christmas. Those those old claymation ones, you know, um, that were a little bit creepy at the time, <laughs> if I'm being honest. But they're classics. Um, and, and nobody nobody mentioned those, so I don't know if we're all just kind of tired of seeing those over the years. But yeah, those those were not mentioned at all. Now, I will mention this. Uh, I want to add in a couple of things, if you'll allow me to. There are two that were not mentioned. One, I think some people might agree with. Another one, some of you people might be going, huh? Never heard of it. So, one that I want to wanna, I wanna enter in, and I think that one of the reasons why I liked it when it initially came out and I still kind of like it, it's one that I may watch like once or twice during the holiday season, is I may watch The Polar Express. And those of you who know me know I'm a big music nut. And so if there's music that's has a lot of emotion, a lot of feeling to it, I'm going to be all over those kind of movies. And so... Uh, the Polar Express was one that, when it came out, I was kind of like, "Hey, that's pretty cool. I loved, I loved the animation and how they made like almost every character that was an adult in that thing, Tom Hanks' face. I thought that was pretty cool. But, um, but yeah, the the Polar Express was one that that uh, some people didn't like because it was a little creepy in the in the way that they did the faces. But I thought it was neat, and uh, that one always, that one always got me. Um, occasionally, it's not one that I could watch over and over and over again. But once or twice a year, I'm good with. Um, Pero says, Krampus. Krampus. Krampus is one that I can honestly say I've never seen. Maybe I need to. I don't know. Never have seen that one. Um, (laughs) Rob, I was was on this page too. Um, (laughs) I was thinking the same thing. Planes, trains, and automobiles. I think of that as a Christmas movie, but actually, honestly, it's not Christmas. It's not Christmas, if you think about it. Go back and watch it again. It's not Christmas. But people, I, I, nobody, nobody mentioned it, probably because they realized that, but um, yeah, it's, it's not a Christmas thing. So go back and watch that one again um, and, and see what you think. But the one that I want to mention that I don't think many of you know about, uh, well, Maybe you, maybe you know about it. I don't know. It was gone. It was here and gone by the mid to late 80s. So if you are a child of the 90s or if you were born in the late 80s, you may not even know about this one. And it was a Jim Henson movie. And it was a little thing called Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas. Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas was this Muppet-like movie It was this feel-good thing about a boy and his mom and his friends and a talent show, and he's trying to raise money so that he can buy his mom something for Christmas. Very, very heartfelt. Um, And I thought I would just share a little bit. This is what you could have expected when you'd seen Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas. But if you taste like wine, like cider, not wine, and your very favorite thing to do is get a girl dancing to Jug Band music. And i Mess of out with barbecue. Barbecue. Listen yes, to my spirit. I swear that it never fails. And the sauce problem makes just as here forever if you dare to get it under your neck. That was Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas. Uh, so <laughs> I just have such fond memories of that thing as I was a kid. And uh <laughs> Jim Henson, man, genius. But yeah, so cool. It looks, you look back on it now and it's kind of corny. But I thought that was that was so fun um, when I was a kid. I used to sing along with it. And it actually had this one scene. That, it has this, this group of guys that we would call a gang. Uh, back in the day, they were the gang. Um, the Riverbottom gang, as I think is what they were called. The River Riverbottom gang. And so they wanted this money, this prize money, right? And so what they did was they said we're going to we're going to enter this this talent show. But they cheated. But they cheated. Everybody at the talent show performed live. But these guys, as we found out at the end of their performance, they didn't tell you, but they showed it to you. So it was never detected officially in the show so i'm kind of spoiling it for people that are not, that haven't seen it uh 30 years later but these guys got up there and they were playing a tape and singing along to it and they won the talent show and it was so sad now something happened at the end of the movie but here's the Riverbottom bottom night bear band <laughs> The Riverbottom Nightmare Band. <laughs> <laughs> the River <Bottom> nightmare band. <laughs> oh, that was such fond memories for me as a kid, guys. So thank you for indulging me there. Uh, but yeah, very, very fun to watch. And um, if you have a lighthearted moment and you won't be too super critical and you want to have a little feel-good story uh, that's very, very innocent, go out and try and find Emmett Otter's Jugman Christmas. Uh, it's a very short movie. It's maybe over just over an hour. It goes by really quickly, but there are some slow moments, but it's fun. It's just, it, it was a simpler time. It was a very simpler time back then. Everything was Muppets, and it, it's kind of cool to see, you know, how they did things back then. So if you get a chance, go out there and check out Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas for sure. Okay, guys, let's get into it. Alright. Die Hard. Die Hard. Is Die Hard. Let me see in the comments. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? I have some points. I have some facts. And for those of you who do not believe that it is a Christmas movie. I have proof Actual proof that Die Hard is a Christmas movie for everyone who says it's not. So let me see. In your comments, those of you who are out there listening, watching live, tell me, what do you think? Is Die Hard a Christmas movie or not? Because I have some very specific facts and proof that I believe Die Hard is a Christmas movie. My question is, okay, wait a minute. Hold on a second. Jay, bro. Jay, we got to talk, man. We got to talk. You haven't seen the majority of these things on the list. And I know it's not just a Canadian thing. We got to talk. We got to talk. You got to see some of these movies. Something tells me that when I do come up to see you in your neck of the woods, I'm going to be bringing these movies with me. I'm going to need a list of some of these movies you have not seen. And uh yeah. So we'll have to we'll have to get into that. But um I'm going to have to have a list because there's there's some there's some issues. <laughs> there's some issues. Okay. Now I will say, I do agree that we heard John McClane or uh, Bruce Willis say that it is not a Christmas movie. But I believe he was not remembering much of the movie. I don't think he took into consideration some things. I think he bowed down to the critics. I think he listened I think he listened to other people's opinion and he went with that popular road because I guess there's like some statistic out there that says like 70% of people say that it's not a Christmas movie. Now here's the debate folks. What is a criteria? And I want to see some, I want to see some of these comments come through here. What is a criteria for a Christmas movie in your opinion? What is the criteria for a Christmas movie? Because I can tell you that everything that I would deem a criteria for a Christmas movie, Die Hard fits it. It does. It occurs on or around Christmas time. Is it Is it a requirement that it's a movie that makes you feel good? Some would say yes. Does Die Hard make you feel good? Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Die Hard makes me feel good. Watching John McClane take back control of Nakatomi makes me feel good. Seeing him salvage the bear at the end, the teddy bear, makes me feel good heck yeah so it occurs around the christmas time it, it makes you feel good let's see what else does it show good in others yes it does it shows the inherent decency in people and it shows the flaws in others it shows how decent people can be and it shares joy It shares joy. There is happiness. There is merriment. But let me ask you this. If you don't believe it's a Christmas movie, why are they even there to begin with? Why are they even at Nakatomi Plaza? Huh? Because it's a Christmas party. They're there for a Christmas party. The whole reason that they are there for the party is the Christmas party. The whole reason John McClane even goes there is the Christmas party. The whole reason the bad guys go there is because the Christmas party. The timing was necessary for them to try and pull off this thing. Under normal circumstances, they couldn't. You know what I'm saying? It was a requirement... It had to be the Christmas party. So, we have the Christmas party. But, I have some other proof. Yes, there's shooting, there's killing, there's other stuff involved. But, that's not the premise. There's a Christmas party. So, I think so far, we've determined that it fits criteria, right? Think about this for a second. Think about a couple of other movies that are deemed Christmas movies. A Christmas Carol. It's a Wonderful Life. Those are two movies that have very large segments of them that are very sad, very traumatic. Even scary in some places. Go back and watch the original Christmas Carol from the 1950s. Think back to what was being made back in the day. The 1950s version of a Christmas Carol is downright freaky, scary when they start talking about Christmas future, right? Go back and watch that. Check out those clips. Tell me that that's not very traumatic and sad and scary. It's a wonderful life. He's extremely sad before it gets happy at the end. Sounds a little bit like Die Hard. It's very sad. It's very sad when Takagi decides he's not joining us for the rest of his life, right? (laughs) At the hands of Hans Gruber. It's very sad. But then it gets happy in the end. So I think it fits... Better criteria, really, than The Christmas Carol or It's a Wonderful Life. And those are two that everybody agrees are Christmas movies. So you tell me. You tell me. Rob, good point. 50s version is not suitable for anyone to view. What? What? Gremlins is another good one. In that case, Gremlins. Hey, I think it's Christmas movie. You betcha, Derek. You betcha. But here we go. Here are my two Here, here are two examples that you can't deny. You cannot deny the existence of these two and there's more examples in the movie these two examples, I think, speak for themselves. Now I have a machine gun. Ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho, ho. Who says ho, ho, ho? Who says that? Who normally says ho, ho, ho? And what time of the year do they normally say ho, ho, ho? It's a direct reference to Christmas. It's a direct, and it's written on his shirt. How is that not Christmas? Mm Hmm? Okay. If I didn't have you already, if you weren't agreeing with me already, how about we do this? I'm going to let Hans Gruber, I'm going to let Hans Gruber even tell you it's a Christmas movie. I'm going to let him tell you that. Not out of character. This is in character. This is in the movie. He talks about it. Check this out. Are we on schedule? One more to go, then it's up to you. And you better be right, because it looks like this last one's going to take a miracle. It's Christmas, Theo. It's the time of miracles. So be of good cheer and call me when you hit the last lock. I'm sorry. What? What did he say? It's Christmas, Theo. It's a time of miracles. What more do you want, people? What more do you want? It's a Christmas party. That's why they're there. It's how the whole thing was able to happen. Hans Gruber even mentions it. It's Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. There's Christmas trees. There's all sorts of decorations throughout the entire thing. It's not like this movie takes place over six months. Here's the classification, guys. Then truth. Is there a meaningful use of Christmas in the storytelling? Is there a meaningful use of Christmas in the storytelling? Absolutely. Absolutely there is. I just showed you two examples. Ho, ho, ho. It's Christmas, Theo. It's a time of miracles. What do you think? The whole purpose of the party is the party. You guys. Hopefully, hopefully I've made you realize that Die Hard is, in fact, a Christmas movie. I've given you examples. I've run it. Showed you. You all need to realize It is, in fact, a Christmas movie. Now, finally, uh, tonight, I want to talk about one last thing here, and that is I want to talk for a second about um, some cool stuff coming up. Some cool stuff coming up. Now, um, we are three weeks. Is it three weeks? About three weeks out from the end of the year. And I know we all talk about wanting to do better for other people and, and all this other stuff. But what I want you to do is, and this is the inspirational part of the show, you couldn't tell. What I want you guys to do is take a few seconds, a few minutes rather, and focus on you. I want you to focus on you and what you want What are some passion projects that you want to take care of? What are some things that you really want to do? And I don't just mean in the circles of bearded villains. I mean in your life. I mean in your personal life, your family life, career, whatever it is. I want you to take stock a little bit and realize that you can start things today. You can start things now. But start preparing for... 2021 and start setting some goals for yourself. Now these aren't resolutions. These are actual goals for yourself. Passion projects, things that you're excited about, things that would get you up in the morning, things that you can think about and look back on after the fact as a staple, as something that you can put your hand down on and say, I did that. I want us to take a few, a few minutes and, and spend as much time as you need. Obviously, But think about some of the things that you want to do with your life, things that you want to do, be it right now, as we end out 2020, the crappier that it's been, or as we push through to 2021. Don't be afraid to share those things with other people. If you want to share some of these things in the comments, by all means, go out there and do it, please. If you want to share it with friends, family, brothers, share it. I think there's a truth and an honesty in When you do share those things and they become real, then you have to do them. Too often we're afraid to tell people what we want to do. We're afraid to say, this is something I want to do because we're going to get called to the carpet on it. Because other people are going to come back to us later and say, hey, weren't you going to do this thing? And then we're going to have to put our head down and go, yeah, I kind of wanted to. Tell people about it. Tell people about some of the things that you want to do to make you happy. Passion projects. So real quick, I'm going to tell you about a few for me. And I couldn't get more open than this right here in this format. I couldn't be any more open because everybody that's live's hearing it and everybody that's going to listen to this podcast later is going to hear it too. And everybody that's going to listen to this podcast will be able to come back a year from now and say, did you get those things done? And hopefully I'll be able to tell you as the year goes on, hey, remember when I said I wanted to do this this year? It's done. So one of the things that I want to do, the first thing that I want to get done, and it's going to be something that I'm going to have to work on over the course of the year, because it's a, it's a true passion project that will take time. But I'll be able to start off on it right away, pretty much, once the year hits. And I've already started planning for it. And that is, many of you guys know that on this channel, um, on this channel, I've done, I did a video months ago asking the question, who are the bearded villains or what are the bearded villains to kind of tell people what we're all about, people that don't know. And ever since I did that video and I was not real happy with it the first time I did it, when I did it, um, ever since that came out, I wanted to do it a lot, a a, a hugely different way. Is that, does that make sense? A hugely different way. Excuse me. Um, but I've wanted to do it in a much larger format. And so I know I've mentioned this to some people on here before. They've heard about me talking about this. But one of my goals for 2021 is to actually create through video and through a variety of different sources, I'm going to create a short documentary on the Bearded Villains. I'm really excited about this because I'm going to be going around to as many events that I can interviewing, talking with. Um, This is going to be my first foray into ever trying to make a documentary of any kind. I've been doing some research and studying, but you can't get good at that stuff until you actually do it. So I've been trying to do as much homework as I can on what I need to do to make sure that I'm as prepared as possible. But I'm going to be going around the country uh, over 2021, doing a lot of stuff to try and create this little documentary. Um, It's not going to be long. It's not going to be super long. It's going to be more than five minutes, but it's going to be hopefully a nice little representation that we can put out there to the world to say, these are the bearded villains. So I'm really excited about that. That's one. Um, Another is to continue my training for voiceover work because I hope to be able to make at least a part-time career out of doing voiceover work. So that's number two. Number three is a very ambitious goal of mine. And that is, I want to write a book. And I won't get into the specifics of it right now, um, but it's one that um, I've been thinking about for probably 10 years now, the topic of. And then I need to focus. I need to get, get in and get it done. And, um, you know, that's something that has been a, an idea of mine. And I have not seen anybody do a, write a book um, about this topic. I keep checking every once in a while to see, hey, has somebody beat me to the punch. Um, I haven't seen a book written on this topic yet. I don't know if that's because nobody wants to hear about it and everybody else said, that's stupid, I don't want to do it. (laughs) And if that's the case, I will go ahead and be the guinea pig and be the dumb one that did the book um, about the topic that nobody wants to read about. And that's fine. Um, But part of what I want to do is I'm going to be asking for the help of some brothers, other friends out there, to share some stuff, uh, share some personal stories, if they're interested in doing so, um, about times where you zigged instead of zagged. Um, Memorable events in your life where you could have gone one way, but you went another way, and you don't know why. And that could be something very tangible, very physical, that you witnessed something because you did this instead of that. You took part in something because you did this instead of that. Um, And I plan on giving anybody that wants to participate in this uh, full credit for their story. They can be anonymous, whatever it is. But um, I can go into more detail. If anybody is listening and wants to participate in that, uh, to assist me in that, hit me up in direct messages or anything like that and I can kind of clue you into what I'm looking for. So yeah, um a book. I want to be able to at least get to a rough draft in 2021. If I can get further, I'll be happy with that. But um the rough draft is the big one. That's that's the first that's the huge stepping stone. Um so that's that's one thing that I want to get to. Um that I that I'm really excited about. Hopefully I can get to in 2021. Uh no, not hopefully, but I will get to. I will get to it. Uh, 2021. So, my those are my four passion projects, guys, for 2021. And um, Rob mentioned in here earlier, and I want to make sure I give him credit because he had a he had a great phrase in here that he mentioned. Uh, he asked, "Has 2020 been a bad year, or has it shown us the greatest we have to offer?" I refuse to sign off this year negatively. I have seen so much good, and you are one. 100,000% correct. I totally agree with you on that. Um, I've been saying that as you have been uh, chiming that in. Now, I, I will, I keep coming back to saying, yes, it's been a crap year only because of the, the nature of not being able to do stuff that people planned on doing back when it was January 1st, 2020. But we have seen some of the best in people come out in 2020 and i completely agree with you on that my only hope is that once this whole pandemic thing passes that people will be able to look back and see that and recognize it and continue to treat each other in that same way that's my hope that's my absolute hope but we'll see we'll see guys If you are looking for an all natural beard oil that will not only tame your beard and coarse hairs, but make your beard soft and smell amazing, check out Pulpo Beard Oils. Veteran owned and made for today's beards, Pulpo beard products combine the best beard ingredients on the market with incredible customer service to ensure your happiness. Whether you need beard wash, beard oil, beard balm, or some fun clothing, Pulpo is the place to go. Feel fresh, feel savage, feel confident with pulpo beard oils. Go to pulpo beard oils, that's p u l p o beardoils.com and use the code the heart of a villain for a discount on your order. Okay, guys. Absolutely. Jay, I completely agree with that as well. Bro, Jay has a great point here. I also live the fact that it's brought attention to mental health but that's a me thing. No, it is not a you thing, buddy. Um, I have noticed that all over as well. And um, one of the things that I am working on doing, because I believe that it will benefit a lot of people, I'm working on trying to bring in a therapist, um, a psychologist uh, as a guest to talk about some things on the podcast. Uh, So that is something that I'm working for here in the future. Trying to nail some stuff down for that. So, um, 100%, because I think it's very important to us. Uh, and I think that would be a guest that we could really, really benefit from. So, um, absolutely, Jay, completely, we're completely there with you, bro. Absolutely. Okay. So, guys, um, I'm going to get into the calendar of events slash (laughs) non-events only a handful of things here as i already mentioned uh, bearded villains tampa bay as the richard lamb toy drive tomorrow bring a new unwrapped toy or you can donate through the tampa bay bearded villains paypal site hit up the tampa bay bearded villains for further information on that january 9th january 9th smoky mountain bearded villains will be celebrating their third anniversary with the beard competition And that is in East Ridge, Tennessee. If I'm not mistaken, if it's like everything else they do, it's going to be a great weekend. And I believe it's not just on Saturday if it's like everything else. Now, don't quote me on that, uh, but I believe that it's probably going to be a meet and greet on a Friday, event on Saturday, that whole thing. I'm excited because that event is going to be the first event that I plan on attending to start towards my documentary that I plan on doing. So that's going to be my first big event that I get to actually get out and try and do some of my stuff for that. And then February 27th of 2021, the Bearded Villains Southern Indiana. Those bros have the Polar Plunge. BVSI's Polar Plunge, February 27th, 2021. So mark the date. Details forthcoming after the Christmas holiday. Uh, Also, usually timed in with that about the same time within a day or two I know the BVC Chicago boys do the Polar Plunge up in Chicago, Uh, so keep that in mind as well. I haven't heard anything about that yet. They're probably waiting because most of Chicago is completely locked down, so I don't know. It may be a bit before you hear that or if they delay that, so just something to throw back in in the back of your mind. All right. Guys... We know it. That's going to wrap up episode 61 of The Heart of a Villain. Remember, you can still buy shirts, patches, pins at theheartofavillain.simplecast.com or theheartofavillain.simplecast.com. That's where you need to go. I want to challenge all of you guys to be the villain that the world needs you to be because, as Jay knows, as he always says, the heart of a villain never stops beating. Finally, guys, as I always say, Remember, it's okay not to be okay. If you are hurting, please find a brother to talk to. Remember, it's okay not to be okay. So guys, for now, have a great weekend. Enjoy the week ahead. Take care and stay safe. We're all one, no borders Don't get it twisted like contortionists in close quarters My crew has more heads than keeps cleaning up on borders When Blah, Jelly, and I, we come together, transformers So when we meet up, handshakes, shake and salutes Every brother is different, fingerprints, and attributes